Hello gorgeous and welcome to this episode of Love Therapy, Create Your Own Love Saga. I'm Eva Ellie and I'm a trained relationship coach, an accredited life coach and a leadership expert. And in today's podcast, I want to share with you some do's and don'ts when it comes to dating. I hear from women all the time that dating is exhausting and that it's so hard to find a good man. And girl, I totally hear you and I feel you. When all we want is to find that one relationship that makes you feel at home, fulfilled and safe. And yet what you're seeing is just men without potential, without attraction. It makes complete sense to get frustrated. Yet I know from my own dating journey and the journey from so many of my clients that once we come to peace with what is, everything changes. When we come to peace with where we are at in this journey and surrender to that and surrender into our feminine energy, things changes. And I always say that feminine energy dating is supposed to feel effortless. And that's true. If it feels like hard work, if it feels exhausting, discouraging, and all the dates you go on feel like job interviews, then it's time to take a look at what is not working and what is holding you back. And take a look at how you can change the whole process so that you start to feel good in it instead. And feminine energy dating is a process and it helps you to feel confident while dating. So please take a seat, lean yourself back and fuel up with some feminine energy with me, Eva. Imagine that you're sitting on your couch and suddenly the doorbell rings. You stand up, you walk to the door and you open it. And there's a man standing there. He's the most handsome man you've ever seen. And he's smiling and he's looking you straight into the eyes. And he says, oh, you're so beautiful. Let's go out tonight. And you go out with him. Then you spend a lot of time with him. And you end up marrying him and you live your life with him happily ever after. Sounds kind of amazing, right? And yeah, it can totally happen. I know several women who had this experience of a man suddenly showing up at the door for one reason or another and they ended up going out. It actually happened to me too even though that was not the man who was my forever man. But still, I dated him for a while. So yeah, this is like the most romantic way to meet someone. And it's a way that I think a lot of women wish they would meet their man. And a lot of women wish that dating would be like that. A man just showing up, basically skipping the whole process of getting to know a lot of men and having to get yourself out there, 
having to go online or having to put in effort at all. Yet, what I also know is that even if this is possible, even if it's possible to meet that way, it's absolutely not a sure way and it's absolutely not the fastest way. Not that we need to rush anything. I mean, feminine energy, I talk always talk about feminine energy and feminine energy is kind of slow. But if you're still young and you want children or you just don't want to live the main part of your life alone, you can't sit at home and wait for Mr. Right to knock on your door. When I say that feminine energy dating is supposed to to feel effortless, I mean that you shouldn't have to feel as if you are the one doing all the work to get to the date or to get the man to call you or to text you or take you out. What I'm talking about is your vibe. It's your energetic place. It's the place where you are in your feminine energy and you're open to receive a man. And as much as you like, you can be sitting at home and waiting for a man. But if it's in your vibe that you actually are waiting, that man, he simply won't knock on your door. But if you're totally in your feminine energy and you're meeting a lot of men and you're open to receive from them, yeah, absolutely. It can happen that Mr. Wright is knocking on your door. I know a lot of really, really successful women like CEOs and managers, entrepreneurial women, and they just seem to have everything together apart from their love life. And when I ask these women about dating, they tell me everything they do to find a man. They tell me about how they go online, how they check out profiles, how they call men, text men. And when they find a man, they tell me about how they care about him, how they show him that he is valuable to them. They buy him tickets and they ask him out and they invite him to parties. And yet these men won't stick they don't fall in love with her. Even though the woman is beautiful, smart, financially well-set, spiritual, intelligent, and have all these things that you would think matters, they still struggle. And the problem is not that they are wrong in any way. The biggest problem that I see when we, as very capable, smart women, go out to find love is that we try to pursue love just like we try to pursue our career or our hobbies we make it about competing we make it about being smart being likable trying to convince someone trying to prove our value and how lovable we are by pushing for what we want but here's the thing, a man doesn't want someone who's presenting themselves like a great catch or someone who should be lovable. He wants a woman who's capable, yeah, he does, 
but he doesn't want someone who's competing with him or someone that he thinks is trying to be better than him. What a man really wants is to give to you first and he wants to pursue you. But if you compete and explain to him, you're trying to convince him, you give him, tell him how things work, and maybe you also start to evaluate him and give him advice and being his therapist, well, then he will just lose interest. It's just masculine behavior, and it's not even a very mature masculine behavior, and it comes from your masculine energy. And your masculine energy can be nothing but repelling to a masculine energy man. There's got to be one giver and one receiver in a relationship for it to be juicy in every moment. And this doesn't mean that it's always got to be him giving and always you receiving the further in to a relationship you're moving the more fluid this becomes it becomes more like a dance but still there's got to be a receiver and a giver in every given moment and with that said most men like to be the giver and a great masculine man he wants to provide he wants to be generous he wants to show that he's generous with those people he loves. And when he can provide, protect and pursue you, he'll feel like a man and he likes that. So if you're dating and if you are this successful, smart woman and things haven't been working out and you're not attracting the kind of man that you would want in your life, the first thing we got to look at is changing our vibe so that we as women become open to receive even if we're super successful career women even if we're smarter than him even if we have everything that we need so we really don't need someone to provide for us we still have to adapt to this vibe that is open to receive and it could be receiving something that is more important than just things or gifts or money it's about receiving emotional value or emotional support how do we do that how do we change that vibe into something that is more open for a, the right man to come through to us yeah, we do that by stopping all the masculine energy behaviors we have, like chasing him or pursuing him. And this way, you'll also be able to see if the men that are showing up, if they are able to be the man in the relationship, which is ultimately what you want, I assume, since you're listening to this podcast, the stronger and more successful the woman is, the more masculine man she will naturally crave. But a masculine energy man, he will only be attracted to a feminine energy woman, someone who is 
embodying her feminine energy, someone who is capable of appreciating him and who is open to receive what he's giving to her. And if we go back to dating, how do you navigate all this while dating? Well, to start with, you got to stop being the initiator. I watch TikTok videos where people talk about the mental load and they complain about the mental load of women. And it always hits me. These women, I don't know how their relationship started, but if they had chosen a man who was willing to be the masculine energy partner, who was willing to be the provider, the pursuer and the protector of the relationship, they wouldn't probably complain about the mental load. Because if you are the one pursuing the relationship right from the start, the likelihood is so much bigger that you will end up with this dynamic later on in your relationship where you are the one who's taking responsibility for things, where you are the one who's planning things, initiating things, organizing things, pursuing him, and you don't want that. So what you have to do is start by choosing to be the feminine energy partner right from the beginning. You got to choose to be a feminine energy woman from the very first interactions with a new man. And if you feel afraid of letting go, if you feel afraid of not being in charge, if you feel afraid that no one will approach you if you don't do it yourself, I want you to know that embodying your feminine energy is one of the quickest ways to actually start to experience more love more passion and at the same time more peace and tranquility in your relationships it's an attraction booster and it will make you feel confident in a completely new way because you'll feel confidence in your feminine skills and your feminine attributes rather than confidence in what you do which is your masculine energy and this is so powerful because you get to expand yourself as a human being when you start to feel confidence in your vulnerability or in what you normally would call your weaknesses that is so powerful so to start with you choose to be the feminine energy and i would also invite you to start to apply the mantra that it's got to be as effortless as possible feminine energy dating is effortless which means that you only use your masculine energy to get yourself out there Hello, this is Eva and I'm just jumping in here to make sure that you know that I will be starting a new group coaching program focused on feminine energy dating so that you can change what is not working in your dating process and start to effortlessly attract the men 
you want in your life. High quality men, men who will make you feel both safe and thrilled. And if this sounds interesting, please don't hesitate, but contact me, eva at evaelli.com, and you will find more about this program in the episode description. Not to chase a man or pursue men. You only use your masculine energy to make yourself available. And this means that you use your masculine energy, this doing, action-oriented, go-getter energy to, for example, create and write your dating profiles. And you use it to choose what online apps you would like to go on. And you use it to take wonderful photos of you, photos showing who you are. And you use your masculine energy to find events, parties, groups, hobbies to go to. And you use your masculine energy to take yourself to those places where you can meet men. That's all. Everything that comes after that is up to the men you're interacting with. It's up to them to initiate. You just show up and you return to your feminine energy. This way it becomes effortless. And I want to give you six tips for navigating dating. There are so many more tips than these, but these are some of them that are sort of reoccurring in almost all conversations that I have with my clients. So I'd like to share them with you. Number one, and this is about going online and using online dating as a tool to get what you want. So it's about what to do and not to do online. And I want to say that even if you don't like the idea of going online to date, I really, really do want to encourage you to do that because part of the whole feminine energy dating is to engage with many men. There is no other place than online where you can engage with so many men at the same time and also with men who are looking for relationships in one way or another. However, when you go online, I would like you to set some ground rules for yourself so that you're able to remain in your feminine energy and to actually get the online dating to be a helpful experience for you. Maybe even meet your life partner. Yeah, you heard me right. It is possible so many women meet their husbands online. I did. And so many of my clients too. However, don't get yourself overwhelmed because that will be working against you. And I also want to encourage you to release all the expectations. It's totally possible to meet someone online, but it's also totally possible to meet a lot of people that you don't want to engage with. So what I want you to do is this. 
as a feminine energy woman, you got to stop some things. And what I want you to stop is stop scrolling and reading profiles. Stop looking at pictures of men, trying to figure out who that person is. Stop searching for the right man online and also getting disappointed when the dating profiles don't sing to you. So stop reading profiles. You stop looking, analyzing and judging the men you see online. Stop reaching out. Even if you see someone that piques your interest, the only way to reach out that I sort of approve of is to send a smiley like just a smiley smiley because that would be no different than in real life if you see someone you like you smile at them uh, and if they want to start a conversation with you they will and it's the same online you stop going online every 10 minutes to check out new profiles and I also encourage you to remove all the notifications from the apps because as a high value woman, you're dedicated to your own happiness and you value your time. So you don't let any distractions come between you and what you're doing. Instead, you set off a specific time when you will be online and check out the messages that you receive from men on the dating sites. And this is all personal. Perhaps you want to set off 20 minutes each day, or you may want to spend less time than that. And this is where I want you to check in with yourself. How much time do you feel okay with? I don't want you to spend hours and hours online. Yet, if you're serious in finding a life partner, you probably have to spend at least an hour every week online to respond to messages and perhaps read the profiles from the men who are reaching out to you. And then, of course, you've got to talk on the phone and go on actual dates. But that's part of whole experience and it's part of the process to get to your happy ever after unless you want to be waiting on the couch for a number of years but that's not you is it number two tip number two see the men you date as messengers not potential life partners and I know this sounds contradictory since you are dating to find someone, yet when you look at every man you meet as a potential partner right from the beginning, then a number of things will happen that are not helping you. Firstly, you'll start to analyze him, which again is your masculine energy, and it will make you go into conversation with him from your masculine stance rather than your feminine receiving openness. And secondly, your judgment will be clouded. If you look at him like, oh, maybe he's the one, maybe he's the one, 
instead of just enjoying the time with him and seeing what he's capable of, you likely put on those rose-colored glasses and you start dreaming about him. And it's so easy to make that dream different than the reality. We make an image of the man that is not really true. And thirdly, when you look at him as your potential partner, you'll immediately get anxious if you're the anxious type. You will give it a meaning if he calls you or not, if he texts you or not, and if he asks you out again or not. And you'll make everything that he does or doesn't do mean something, and especially mean something about you. But the truth is, it means nothing about you. It only means something about him. So drop that and instead ask yourself, what was his message to me? Or what is his message to me? When you can see all the men you date as messengers rather than anything else, you will start to be able to use them as a part of your healing process and your expansion process and your love process. Number three, don't talk for hours on the phone and don't spend hours going back and forth texting without any actual dates in between. It's absolutely fine to be on the phone and talk and text a lot with a guy that you like, yet there's got to be some real life dates as well. Because if you don't spend time together in real life, you're just not going to know how it feels to be with that person. And knowing how it feels is the most important thing. I've talked about this before and I know it's true. The most important thing when you're with a man is not that he's rich, dark and handsome. It's not if he's a CEO or if he's got the kind of lifestyle you're attracted to. The most important thing is how he makes you feel when you're together. And this brings me to tip number four, which is how he makes you feel. It's so easy to be swept away by someone, especially if we feel a lot of chemistry with this person. And if they also tick the boxes on our mental lists for what a man should look like, be like, etc. We tend to overlook how we actually feel when we're with him. And I've talked about this in another episode, so I won't do a deep dive here right now. But the chemistry you feel is not how you actually feel. And we often confuse that. We believe that the chemistry is a feeling. But chemistry is a complicated matter. And you can feel a ton of chemistry with someone and still be anxious. Still feel a lot of pain through that chemistry and pain and anxiety that's usually not what we say that we want to feel around our lovers 
So here are a few questions you may want to ask yourself when you're dating a man. Is he making me feel comfortable as in feeling relaxed around him? Can I be myself without pretending or covering up for something? Can I express myself openly? Can I feel proud of me or do I feel as if I have to hide something? Is he making me feel feminine? That is, is he taking initiative? Is he moving things forward and generally contributing to my feelings of effortless dating process? Or do I feel anxious? Do I feel as if I have to do something? Do I feel any kind of lack, like lack of attention, lack of appreciation when I'm with him? Do I feel like I have to push to get anything going with him? These are all good questions to ask yourself. And you also want to ask yourself, how do you feel when you're not with him? Like, how do you feel when you're apart? I've talked about this before as well. How you feel when you're apart is equally important. If you feel anxious, worried, left out, stressed, obsessed, there's something to look into. It may not be about him. It may not be him at all. It may be your patterns. And yet... It can be his wiring as well, contributing to why you feel this way, that simply make him a not so good match for you. These are some things to really sit with and meditate on. And I encourage every woman I coach to get a journal and do some journaling, especially when dating. So after each date, write it all down. Look at these questions again and answer them. You'll start to see if you have a pattern and you'll see clearly what that pattern is. And this is so valuable information for you when you want to enter a relationship. It's about you and how you are able to do relationships. Because only when we know ourselves and understand ourselves, we can grow and transform what is not working. And as we do, we start to transform the relationship with men, too, and with other people. It's like it starts with us, and the better the relationship is with yourself, the better it's going to be with just any man. Number five, date more than one man. I'm coming back to this because this is such a crucial part of the feminine energy dating concept. I call this mingle with the world and in dating it means that you casually date more than one man. You're not sleeping with any of them, just dating them to get to know them, to know what their values are, their ambitions, their purpose and what they're looking for in a long-term relationship what their relationship goal is. And you may wonder why this is such an important part of feminine energy dating. Why do you have to date more than one man? 
There are several reasons why. First of all, when you date more than one man, what you get is the auction effect. Your value is raised just by that simple fact that there are more than one man interested in you. You don't even have to do something. Men can feel it. It's again, it's in your vibe. You'll also feel more feminine yourself when you do this, because when there are more men around, you'll be busy answering their texts and calls rather than figuring out how to get to that one man that you were dating in the past. You know, the guy who didn't give you enough attention and didn't want to stick to you. Instead, you will have all these men talking to them, even if you are not head over heels interested in them, you still feel their attention coming towards you. And that's enough to start to feel more feminine. And you also feel less anxious because you won't feel dependent on that one man. You will know that one of these guys will ask you out on Friday night. And only you get to decide when you feel okay with being exclusive with a man. And my suggestion is usually to not get exclusive with someone until you've found out about what their values are. Like, do they have the same goals for a relationship? Are they willing to work through issues? Are they open to discuss their values and their dreams and what they want from their lives? Before you get exclusive with someone, you sort of got to know that you're on the same page of what you want. It doesn't mean that he has to ask you to marry him or anything like that. But at least that you have the same outlook on what you want from a relationship. Number six, see the dating process as a therapeutic experience. I hear from women all the time that they don't want to date because first they have to heal. To me, nothing can be further from the truth than that you have to be healed before you can date. Okay, you need some basic knowledge of yourself, of course, and you need to perhaps to be through some grieving processes, yet you don't have to be fully healed to date. Because what's fully healed anyways? I don't know anyone who's fully healed. I mean, we are all we all have triggers and issues and flaws and they will keep coming up in our lives and reminding us of what happened in our lives before and even if we wouldn't have any triggers we will still go through experiences where we will encounter some losses we will experience grief it's inevitable and a big part of navigating these things is to recognize how we react and how we actually go through them when we're together with another human. If you're in a relationship and you have a loss like a parent or something else, how would you heal if you couldn't heal in the presence of your partner? You can't just sit at home alone and read books and expect yourself to be healed. Believing that you have to do that is a trap. It's a trap preventing you from finding love. There will 
always be triggers in relationships. And it's about learning to deal with them. And when you learn to deal with them while dating, it's healing for you. It's like therapy. It's a process. And it's a lot better to deal with your triggers while dating than later on when you actually decided to be with someone. Even if you consider yourself not ready, I want you to ask yourself, when will I be ready? What do I believe will make me ready to date? And then ask yourself, what am I afraid of if I date in the state that I am in right now? So many women express a fear of attracting the wrong man. And I get it. If we believe in law of attraction and manifesting, yeah, it can be scary to date. Because you will believe that you attract someone who is also traumatized. Yet, fear has never been a place to manifest from. I'm a firm believer that law of attraction only works if you come from a place of genuine love. If you come from a place of lack and fear, it's difficult to manifest. It's more like magical thinking. And I don't think we have that kind of power. Instead, what will happen is that a man will show up to teach you something, to help you heal. That's the reason he's showing up. So it's back to this whole messenger thing. And sometimes if you date while not feeling your best, the lesson may simply just be to learn to say no. If someone shows up who's not offering you what you want in a relationship, maybe your lesson is to learn to say no. And that's part of having boundaries. And this is something that I want to talk more about in a coming episode of Love Therapy. How to set firm boundaries, both in dating and relationships, and what that may look like. But to summarize this whole thing with healing, is that if you change your perspective to see that you must heal in the presence of others, then you can use this dating process to your favor. That was all for today. I hope you really take the benefits out of this episode. And if you need help in your dating process, I want you to know that I will be opening the doors to a new group coaching program. And this will be a really intimate program. So I'm looking for only about five women who are dedicated to changing their love life to the better and who are willing to dedicate eight weeks of their life to a feminine energy process. And what we'll do in this program is that we're going to meet every week for 90 minutes over Zoom. We will go through one aspect of feminine energy and dating. Plus, I'll be coaching you and answering questions. And you'll also get one-on-one Voxer support through all through this program. 
and there will be a group chat where you can exchange experiences, messages and help each other. You'll get worksheets, videos with information before each call. And I hope that you feel inspired to join this program. It's the first time I'm offering this kind of program, so you will get it at a very favorable rate. And if it sounds interesting, please don't hesitate, but contact me, eva at evaelli.com. I can't wait to connect with you and I am so looking forward to start working with this. You're awesome and thank you so much for listening and stay tuned for the next one. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button and if you like this podcast, please also rate it on Spotify or Apple Podcaster. This way you will help me to reach more women. Thank you and bye.